0: In
1: China, China, different, different stories. stories. We are the one. that way, way life. in a new life. Adopted babies, adopted China. babies from China.
0: Met randomly on Adopty Global Meetup Day, and it's funny because I was like looking for the event, and then I was walking up to the meeting spot, and I just hear, Oh, yeah, China adopted, yeah, my family, and blah blah blah. I'm like, Oh, okay. So I walk over, and I meet Annabelle, who was like, First time too, and I was like, Oh, you're Chinese and you're talking about adoption, I know I'm in the right place. And then we proceeded to continue just we kind of have a fun conversation where well not really a conversation it was like anybody who was coming to the event either you or me were like oh Ch- you're Asian are you adopted Chinese Korean <laughs> and that's how we bonded
1: yes that is Tara it was a lovely bond it will continue to be a lovely bond yeah. but hi everyone oh my gosh I also like to
0: point out that I believe you are you were adopted in 2000, or you were born in 2000? I was born in 2000, I was adopted in 2001 uh-huh. from Hunan province. Oh my gosh, I think you might be one of the youngest people I've talked to then.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a baby as they say, but I'm of age, so that's all I know. You age. are of age,
0: I know, you became of age recently, and it's sort of that, yeah, mind, that mind-boggling, like, oh my gosh, you're of age, where at that time? Time passes. Yes, time.
1: Yeah, so that's yeah I'm to book my currently I'm trying to book my next vacation. Where do I want to travel next? I know.
0: Yeah. So you're getting ready for graduation. You. Yes, I
1: graduate in two weeks. In two weeks. Very excited for that. And I, I'm, go- I'm uh, I have some travel plans lined up just briefly to go for a wedding in Florida. And then after that, I'm just gonna start a job full time, be in the big
0: world. Ooh, have you started applying, or you're just
1: sort of like? Yes, oh, I have started applying. I currently work for a wholesale company in luxury, and he has talked; he's offered me a job. So we'll see if I'm gonna take it or not. But mm. otherwise, I just I tell everyone everything. I be- I'm a big believer out there. Like everything happens for a reason. Wherever I want to go is where I am meant to be. Wherever I feel happy, I'm gonna sign off on an offer. But I will say as a college student graduating this year, it's a little nerve wracking because COVID did have an effect with mm, employment yeah. and kind of job rates going up, going down. Like a lot of my friends are graduating with a job, but then some of us don't have jobs that up and that's okay. Most kids grow up thinking that, okay, you're going to graduate from college with a job. Like that's not the case. Like everyone does their own thing after college. And if I don't, if I'm unemployed for a month, I'm unemployed for a month. No big deal. Oh boy. But otherwise I'm I'm excited to start. I'm excited to start full time because I'm excited to work Monday through Friday. It's not gonna be much of a difference for me because I already work Monday through I've worked Monday through Wednesday since freshman year of college. So it's just adding on two more days in my that week.
0: Uh, that's right. Okay, so almost graduation and then start a job or find a job. Yeah,
1: almost graduation, vacation time, Florida, and then come back and then start working. Yeah, let's
0: backtrack all the way to the beginning. Tell us more Thanks. about your adoption and what you'd like to share.
1: Okay, so yeah, so I adopted, I adopted at one years old um, from Hunan province, as I mentioned. Um, I was raised by a single mother um, of two. My sis, older sister has adopted two. She's adopted from a different part of China. I'm not really sure off the bat. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, she's 25. Uh, she lives in Colorado now. She's doing her own thing out there. But a little bit about, like... I guess, so I grew up in New York City, which I've I've loved living in the city like, my whole life, as in, I'm from Brooklyn, I will say, being adopted in New York, I think was a very common thing, at least my generation, a lot of my friends are adopted from China and other parts of, like, the US, and I think over the years, there were some certain times when people, like, did question me, or I would ask, like, where's your father, or what are your parents, or it's always that parent question that comes up, Mm -hmm. and that's when I'll tell someone, yeah, like I have a single mother and they assume, oh, she never married or she got divorced. And I'm like, no, I have a single mother. She adopted two kids. I always say it with pride because there's nothing to be shameful of being adopted. And I always like to reflect on being adopted is, to get a little more specific is, the day I was adopted on November 1st, 2001, that was a day that I think I was like reborn in a way. And that may sound stupid to some of you guys out there, but it's me when like my official life started. Like, yeah, I was born on October 16th, 2000, but a year later, my mom, who was always my mom, no matter what, blood or not, uh, gave me an entire life that I couldn't have had without her. Like, I always think to myself, being adopted, I'm like, okay, where could I be right now if I if I wouldn't have her in my life, or my sister, or my family that loves me to death and everything? I will say, as, I, as I've gotten older, I've been much more open with my adoption mm. more than I, I feel like I was as, a, as, a, as, a, as a younger, because it's harder when you're younger, because you still don't, like, you still don't, like, you know I'll tell people I guess or like it's I always make a joke I met an adoptee actually on the train yesterday from South Korea oh. also an FIT alum but it was very interesting because we both kind of opened the first minute like 10 minutes in a conversation we finally both adopted and I was like what part are you adopted from and she was like South Korea and then I told her I'm from China and like it's crazy like it's not something that I tell people you just you meet someone for the first time and like give them a handshake say I'm Annabelle I'm adopted from Shanghai because it's not something you come off as now that people are like yeah close to not saying about it but it's something that like over the years i mean all my good friends know i'm adopted there's nothing high than that but i think like when i meet new people out there that don't know that i'm adopted it's not something I, like, I i'm secretive about but i just don't go opening up immediately saying i'm adopted you want to know more about my life Yeah. like it, will, it comes out naturally over time but i will say i said over the years i think it's been more of a comfortable thing like i said like looking back at things like What I have, uh, this is part of what I wrote on the Mother's Day card, but just certain things like things that I've been given I've been been given a great home, I've been given good health, I've been given an education that I I can never trade for the world. Like, there's certain things that there's so much. I think if you're adopted out there, you probably can all relate to this. Like, what our parents' parent or parents have given us our entire lives, that's never going to be able to be given back to them money, love, nothing because they've given us the whole new world, and that's kind of like how I said it. And I will say, being adopted. Sometimes I've had people like to be out there and open to everybody. I said, some people out there may relate to things like this, but to be adopted, I will say, I think like over the years, people have said some things that have kind of bothered me, pestered me, like making you seem like, oh, you're like unwanted or like, I, I, it bothers me very when people use the whole, she's not your mom. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at the end of the day, blood doesn't make you family. Like I did a whole report on that in college. Like, cause if blood made your family, you wouldn't marry the love of your life if, if like and that would be like incest. That's a joke. But point is, is that um I said at the end of the day, it's like our moms and dads out there or partners are all like they're they, they gave you everything. Yeah oh, yeah, oh yeah, I was talking about the whole like if 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 people live by the quote, like blood makes you family, that would be out the window because if you look at it, like the people that you marry or you date, they're not blood related to you. Like that would be incest, I made that joke. And it's like that's kinda like a thing where like at the end of the day, all right, my friends. Yeah, they have their like, so biological parents, but it doesn't change how they're raised or change how they anything. But no, but I really like. I will say one thing that a lot of people have been talking about lately is like the ancestor test, the DNA test, mm-hmm. and I think I really want to do that. Have you done that, Tara? Yeah, I have. what did you do? When when did you do it? Like recently or like a little while back?
0: I did it a while back. I did twenty three and me. And it's just sort of, like, you get – I've gotten a lot of matches of, like, fourth, fifth cousins. So it doesn't really That's mean much normal. to me. Yeah. And then uh, I did it kind of for the health, too, because 23 Me they have, like, the health component. So it's, like, That's I don't I really know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's something I think I, I want to do at some point. Because, well, one, I'm curious if I have anyone out there. And then, two, I'm also curious about about if I have, like, any health issues. Because you never know. We don't, then yeah. I, you don't know, unfortunately. But it doesn't change anything about us. We're still – gorgeous baby girl other questions because you know me I, you, as you met me i can go on for hours about the most randomest stuff and about being adopted
0: <laughs> i love it no i was just like i forgot that you have an older sister that's also adopted. yeah i have an
1: older sister and she's in colorado right now she's actually moving to california in two months oh wow so, yeah she's always bounced around she went to school in pennsylvania moved from pennsylvania to colorado has been in colorado yeah, it's older sister and we're not bi we're not biological. Um, we like we look very different, but she's an adult adopted from China. We're not that close, which is okay too. I've come to mm-hmm. this conclusion over the years, and that's okay. Like, there's only so much relationships you can force. But the good news is my mom's my best friend, as I tell everyone, like I like my mom's like just my best friend and Aww. Yeah. But I'm sure she's very
0: close.
1: Them. Yeah, we are we are very close.
0: You you and your mom. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean
0: I've heard that too I mean I've mostly heard from like the older adoptee perspective like the older sibling usually uh, I don't think I really hear from the younger sibling too often but it's like the younger siblings usually not on their journey of like discovering about their adoption or interested in it and then like the older sibling usually is so I don't know maybe it just it differs it depends think on
1: each. I it differs like really when someone want, knows their limits or knows how far they want to go like if you want to dig into your past you're gonna go dig in it and no one's gonna make you dig into it but yeah. at the same time it's like it depends on how open people are like I know we met I met somebody that day at the adoption meetup and one of their siblings told me that that their sibling isn't very open about their adoption like it's gonna be the opposite of the other sibling mm-hmm. like he's so open she's so open but the other sibling is not open at all so yeah. it's just it's a lot yeah. I think I said over the years, as you said, I think when you get older, you tend to talk about it more, embrace it more, just kind of really look at it as a being a blessing rather than being, I don't want to use this word, it's going to be a bad word, but like, charity case. Like, I feel like I, over the years, I've got, I've definitely gotten my share of the whole, like, that's what you like, the biological thing, or the whole, like, oh, there's so many kids out there that are, like, unwanted. I'm like, that's not the way to put it. There's so many kids out there that just need a home. We're not unwanted kids. We're not bad kids. We're not juvenile delinquents. Like, yeah we just we yeah our parents and also sometimes divide everyone's parents cases some parents can not have kids some parents don't want to have their own kids some parents know that their kids that need loving and stable homes and our parents are going to provide them for them and therefore they do
0: yeah I, I should note it's like we're recording this i guess mother's day weekend which also happens to be in line with all the news about like the overturning of roe versus wade so it's like a I've recently seen, I think, being part of the adoptee community too, and following anybody who speaks about it too. It's like, don't use adoption as a way to like justify abortion. I was like, I've been thinking that too, but I'm not. I'm not very vocal when it comes to like these sensitive topics, especially on socials. I was like, all right, yeah. Anybody wants to know my opinion, Mm -hmm. you'll ask me. Well, yeah,
1: I think that's one thing. I think I can agree with you, Tara, is that like over the years, when it comes to any kind of social justice, like politicians. I think that's the one thing. I, I'm not as vocal online because at the end of the day, you don't know who's looking at things. You don't know if it's your, like, anyone could be peeking at your story. Like, if, if you know me, you know where I stand on things. Or you're going to ask me a text message, Hey, have you heard about that case? Or have you heard about this? I want you to post a picture saying, Oh, I support this. I don't support this.
0: Yeah. I've definitely responded to some to some people's posts. Oh yeah, like, I like like privately. It's like, oh yeah, I saw what you wrote. That was pretty interesting. Tell me more. I think
1: what also blows me is that everyone's in posting. Everyone's in posting different like posts. I see some cool artists posting things. Like it's pretty cool. But the mm-hmm. case, I'm not sure when the case is gonna get finalized.
0: Actual, with this, yeah, finalized. Because it's still a draft, I think. Yeah,
1: it's still a draft, but. It's a lot. I was talking to my mom by this morning. Wait, so
0: you grew up in you grew up in Brooklyn. Like in New York City? Yeah, so
1: I, I grew up in Brooklyn. I went to school in Park Slope and Cobble Hill in Brooklyn. And then I did the whole public school shebang as all the New York City kids do. Mm-hmm. I looked at but you New York City schools in New York and Manhattan for High School and I went to the high school fashion industries. And then that's why I decided to go to F I T and finish off at F I T. Oh,
0: okay. So, I was wondering how you got FIT to so the high school
1: of fashion because I was high school fashion industries but I've also always loved fashion I'm the biggest fashionista and everything and I love shopping, I love styling people mm-hmm. there's a lot about me that sometimes doesn't always show but I love photography like FIT kind of was an up the alley since I was studying it for three years in high school I was like you know what might as well go study it for two years and really show people like that on my resume I'm clearly, I'm clearly interested in in it so I wish I have
0: mmhmm yeah, I met another Chinese adoptee who's at FIT finishing their thesis on film, I believe. Oh. And has a whole project focused on like adoption too. I was like, Oh, I'm I i do not know. I didn't realise FIT
1: does film. Yeah, FIT, um it does a school very broad. It splits into like the three like four majors fashion design, fashion business management, advertising, marketing, communications, and then like home and then it all it all subsplits into smaller things. Photography and then film. And then mm-hmm. cosmic like, and fragrance. Like there are a lot of small majors, menswear you don't know about unless you're majoring in that. Like there's so many small majors that I'm probably gonna be graduating with that I'm never gonna I'm never gonna hear ever, like ever again. Like I'm never gonna I've heard of.
0: So what what is your focus? Like when what will you be
1: So I'm running? a fashion I'm a fashion business management major. I'm specializing in sales management. I'm minoring in English. I someday wanna have my own company right down the line. I need a couple mm-hmm. years to get that started. But I do want to be in sales as an merchant. So merchants, for people that don't know, they're the ones that you are selling to your your clientele, and then they're the ones that sometimes they get to travel or they just get to go to school like shows, like trade shows and things. But I do want to be in sales because I love sales. I love dealing with sales. I'm a great seller. I used to work in retail, and I know I have the capability of to do what a seller does. Yeah, oh, well, I wanted to like merchandising because I also love visuals and I'm very visual, very visual person. So going to visual merchandising could be also a background mm-hmm. that I have.
0: And you actually enjoyed working in retail?
1: I did enjoy working when I, <laughs> I used to work it, but I Haven't worked there in months. I enjoyed working in retail. I used to work at Foot Locker, loved it. But uh, over time, it's people say some things aren't always meant for everyone. Like how it's like retail. It's I don't believe retail can really be a long term kind of goal thing. Because the end of the day, not to be awful, you're just standing on the floor, like, getting paid, and you're not like doing much. For like an office, you're actually doing work. My manager was a falconer. She's been a for over ten years, and she's like forty. So it's wow. different. I think. Um, what do I think? What else? Oh, here's something that I can bring up on to like us and others. I I will say, growing up, I've always wondered if I have any siblings out there. Mm. That's a big curiosity of mine, and what my parents look like but it's not gonna ever change anything
0: because i i've talked to some people and they they feel strongly like i instinctively know or I, like my gut tells me i have a sibling out there and i
1: always tell myself like, i have a twin
0: Ooh. i don't i was gonna say that's like a fun thought i have said that's yes. like i might have a twin <laughs> but yeah, i don't think i have a twin. a
1: twin
0: i feel like i'm the oldest of
1: i don't know there's I mean, a subject i guess to bring up on this is a little early for me because I'm a little younger, but I have. Will I re- would. consider adopting. Yes, of course. Mm. Will I have a mixed family. Yes, as long as I want that and my partner wants them. Mm.
0: Okay. Yeah, you would consider adopting. Not necessarily consider having your own children too, or just kind of like yeah.
1: I would like. To, I would like a mixed family if possible. If I can adopt, I'm going to take advantage of adopting and maybe having one biological. Mm-hmm. But I would love to happen adopt, adopt not like adopt another candy whether it's from china or from somewhere else too hmm. yeah i mean i said i have many years to go on that <laughs> i was <laughs> like say, you, you've got time you've got time
0: i think i had definitely shifted just from a not that i'm like old person but i'm you're not, you're not old. i think i'm like old seven years, years older like, so yeah. 70 more years but i remember around being when i was graduating college and in those years i was kind of like yeah i definitely like want to have kids have my own all this stuff and as time has passed over the seven years or so i'm just kind of like you know if it happens it happens if it doesn't i'm pretty content with just whatever (laughs) yeah where i'm at
1: yeah i know that's and that's that's how it is like look i'm in my my quote to you tara like i I live by I'm very I don't know if you got the vibe when you, when you first met me but I I'm very like an outgoing person love to talk I'm an open book I hope like people always like love my energy I hope I don't annoy people but some things I always say to myself is that everything happens for a reason money comes back time doesn't love yourself and never settle less those are the I four know. things I have written on my wall
0: that's uh that's really good that, it you does. Have that and
1: thought. I think regarding relationships I don't must have to touch upon this too much today but I will say for me, especially to things that I've gone through with people at the end of the day, like if it's not, if it's, if they're not giving in that 50, 50, you move on because, and then on top of that, like the whole going on a date with someone, don't go into it expecting something immediately after. Like I was talking to some other friends of mine and adoptees about the whole, you have to just go into an open mind and you see how things happen. Like how some people, like, as you just kind of said. Who knows where you are in five years from now? Maybe you'll have your first kid in a couple years. But how some people out there think too much into, like, their future. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have a kid at 29. I'm going to be married at 31. You can't do that with your life. It's going to all unfold little by little. Especially now with COVID, too. You can't even look past the next year. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think COVID definitely taught everybody. You have to live in the present because you don't know what's coming next. Yeah. No matter I mean, how hard you try. But That's yeah. true.
1: <laughs> and then you mentioned, did you do, did you do two twenty three me or ancestry? I did both of them. Okay, is there a difference between them, Tara? Hmm? Is there a difference between like, is you know, what I mean, to so compare the two, I, I think, it, uh... I think it's like, the family background. It does, and like the health thing. Yeah, but, like, it's, like the difference. Like, yeah, you don't have something else to on that. See, I you. feel like my
0: personal perspective of it because I did both, and then I mean, I've talked to a few people about it, but I can just put my two cents. Is twenty three me? I think as. Chinese or Asian adoptees has better results in a way like I think there's a lot more adoptees who use 23 Me or a lot more versus Ancestry I think has a more European than- background European. focus you know what I mean like my dad is also adopted and he did Ancestry he actually found family from there but he's a he's also a domestic adoptee and actually does have, like, a background, like, a European mix as yeah, well.
1: Yeah, I, like like no, like I, I hear recently, like, I've seen Ancestry, I just, I feel like it's a little less common for adoptees to be on that than it is. Yeah, Ancestry, like I family, think, it's more like you really want to, you're trying to dig for some things.
0: Yeah, Ancestry, I feel like, is more like a lineage thing, or if you do have a background, I mean, honestly, it's like if you do have a background, or or you perceive Ancestry of, like, probably European mix versus 23andMe, oh, yeah, I think there's definitely more, like, adoptees and... I mean, you have people of European ancestry on
1: there, too, but yeah. it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, though, because um, it's crazy because I've always thought about it, and I don't know if my sister's done it, but I, a lot of my cousins in my travel group, have, or also adopted, have done it, and everyone's always talks about the cool results they get. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm 10% this, or I'm 5% this, and I'll be like, whoa, that's cool. Oh yeah, and that's another one that
0: changes too. Like twenty-three, me as more people add to their add their DNA. Essentially, it sort of can shift, like what your breakdown might be. I mean, I think I had like ninety-nine percent Chinese, and then I looked at it recently. It's like, oh, you're actually like ninety-five percent Chinese and five percent mm. Korean or something. I was like, okay, mm. okay,
1: that's cool. So
0: it shifts. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: It's, and out of curiosity, don't mind asking. The uh, the cousins are the long term. Any things the cousins? Have you ever m- talked to those your your biological cousins? You know, no,
0: no, no, because I guess are you
1: allowed to on the? Do you have are you allowed to reach out to them? Is that okay? Yeah, you can I mean, message. To, you can message. Them message. Okay.
0: I think I like messaged one that was like point zero four. 3% like something very low of like oh yeah so it says we're related are you like an adoptee and then the person responded it's like no I'm actually like Korean and something something I was
1: like okay cool and that was it <laughs> that's fine <laughs> what what say?
0: I mean there's people who have definitely found like half siblings somebody I just spoke with well, that's a recent episode with Danny but it was like he found a half sibling that's amazing yeah this year after having put his DNA in it for like eight nine years ago like, oh, and wow. that's
1: cool because I feel like for adoptive kids out there, I feel like if you do it every couple of years, you you just said things could change. If my sibling yeah. does it in a year from now, exactly, maybe all the notifications saying you have a match. Yeah. But if I do it now and no none of my family members have done it, then I'm not going to have any results. But Exactly. Make like a point though. Over the years, it could it could it could really change. When it comes to what, what the results are and what's in there. Yeah.
0: I mean, you just have to put it in there if you want to be found. Because if yeah. you don't give any way to be found, then obviously you're not going to be found at all. <laughs> yeah. So that was, like, a big yeah. thing, too. It's like, if you want to be found, you have to, like, put your DNA out there. So that's,
1: that's the way it is. That's
0: that's the main reason I ended up doing it. I was like, all right. Do
1: it. I want to know. If I have any something. It's to
0: exciting. Say. Well, you've got Mother's Day weekend. You've got Memorial Day weekend. they got Father's oh, Day weekend. Yeah. all the weekends all the weekends yeah all the holidays yeah. they have sales I think I did I think I got that 23 and Me health and DNA for a, a lot less one weekend just because it, you saved on yeah because like
1: I'm just kind of when, when I brought when you brought that company up I look, I just I, I googled it and it, it breaks down the whole like which depending on which kit you get there's three kits and checks off the boxes like the first cheaper one it doesn't it doesn't include the health reports you know what yeah. I mean it's kind of like it, yeah it's expensive but it's worth it because at the end of the day mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah, yeah no know it's, it's, it's pretty cool and then I was looking at like the whole one with the one year prepaid membership like that I don't know what oh yeah was, there's um, like a
0: premium or something yeah I maybe it's like
1: uh, you get to do two tests and one yeah, kit who knows but I'll probably go the one with the health benefits because I think that's very good it's interesting health, it's interesting doctor's it's always okay. asking yes. I have not been back to China. Uh, I'm really hoping I'll go back someday. I don't see myself going back in the next couple of years. I feel like maybe in the next, like, let's say 10, 10, I would say I'd like to go back in the next 10 years. So that put me at, like, 31. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 31.
0: And then especially considering the present, uh, I don't think China's going to let anybody come travel anytime soon.
1: That's the other thing with everything too right now, unfortunately with the factories and everything, I think it's, hard to leave the country these days and come in or out so as you oh, all yeah. know you will not take that risk unfortunately but it's always going to be where i was born or i have some roots and i would love to go back if i can at some point what about you have you been back i
0: have been back a few times my most recent trip is when i went back to the s the social welfare institute or swi that was an interesting trip because i was adopted older and i did have this is what i would say it's kind of to reiterate but it's like I had this i was trying to go with no expectation of like going but because i was adopted at four i think i low-key was like i kind of hope i have some memories of this place
1: and i had nothing
0: so.
1: <laughs> yeah it, it it's kind of hard because sometimes i you wonder it's like if i go back will i wanna it's like sometimes if i go back will i want to see like I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be allowed in the orphanage, but just to kind of see where you came from, to see the town, to see everything, yeah. to see the, the lifestyle. Like, is it going to break you or is it going to make you? That's, mm. I, I've heard people say that thats you. Is it going to break you or make you? So you mm-hmm. it could break your heart? Or it could be like, whoa. I, was, yeah. I grew up here for a couple of years.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's like some... I know some people's institutions aren't even around anymore. And I was like, dang. The one yeah. that I'm from and Katie, who I actually just spoke with, we both were like it got renovated <laughs> renovated so it's like okay, yeah, they're putting money into I guess these things which is interesting because now that the policy has been lifted I wonder how they're allocating resources now if they're gonna do that or
1: not yeah I know I will. I think we all know I know China's the biggest kind of adoption like area I guess because yeah. a lot of people are adopted from China because a lot of babies yeah are- no I I love I love being adopted I love coming from where I come from coming from a different background than most people and everything so since
0: you're very close with your mom growing up yeah. were you guys able to have like open conversations essentially like yeah I mean I was, about kind of, of, it?
1: yeah I was kind of look back at it thinking I mean I think if you're smart <laughs> you'll put it together like I feel like when I was a kid my sister and I didn't look alike in photos we didn't look alike mm-hmm. and then she, I said I never had a father figure. So I figured, all right, um, I'm adopted. And, and, and we did at one point talk that, like we sat down, like we all, we all sat down as a family or we sat down one-on-one, but it's kind of like you put it together and then you talk to your parents about it. And obviously it's not like a bad talk. It's just talking. And then I think over the years then it's like, yeah, I don't talk to her about it now because it's when I talk about, it. like I it said, it was, the band was like ripped off a long time ago. I knew I was adopted. Yeah. And, but um, no, but I always tell people, I'm like, I'm thankful because my mom was always open about it, or like she didn't try to like sugarcoat anything. Not that this has to be sure anything sugarcoated, but I think like some parents out there could be like a little defensive, or depending on who they are, they can just be a little more like, like I don't talk about it because I have some friends where it's like their parents didn't tell them until they were older, so I think it just depends. But I feel like at the end of the day, I feel like we have a right to know, and and hopefully your parents tell you, or you, or you put the puzzle pieces together when you're young. Yeah,
0: yeah, because I think like as All right, well, I'm assuming your mom is white, but...
1: No, I'm white. She's Irish.
0: Irish. So... uh, Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. I just... (laughs) Before. Where are my dad from? I was like, are you talking to your mom?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, yelling from another room. I promise I'm not... I'm not talking to, um... I'm not talking to, like, the wall or something.
0: (laughs) Which I don't think would stop either of us, because I got that... I got that energy... I remember at the end of it, it's like, we should take a photo. I was like, we need to take a photo of all of us here. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we can just go ask somebody cuz I th- I believe it Tess was, was like yeah, a, I'll, I'll a, just a, take yeah. it. It's like, no, you got to be in the photo, but you had already like asked some random person I was like, oh, Annabelle's on it. I was totally going to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. It's it's crazy because yeah, I remember. Like that's what it that's what it was. It's that everyone's like everyone's like, "Oh no. We'll have Tess take." it. I'm like, "No, guys, Tess is going to be in this photo." And I asked yeah. we made the Instagram page on the S- on the um i i followed them yesterday we made it on the saat europe page i was scrolling through and i saw our photo yeah cool i definitely definitely go to another one of those meetups 100 percent. yeah definitely.
0: i'm sure there'll be another one too because
1: yeah. that was
0: yeah. that was a pretty big success and i believe it was kind of sponsored by like fccny it it was, was a big like helper and supporter so it, there was a lot of like chinese stoppies I'll put um, it out there for sure. So there's a lot there, of tiny these.
1: There was. It'd be cool to, like, I mean, it's very expensive, but it'd be cool to have, like, an event one day. Like, like have a space, rented out. Everyone, like, like, have an event, get dressed up, and, like, just look like, like, at but, like, kind of... Oh,
0: 100% like... there is. So what are you doing June...
1: Oh, oh, my gosh. Hold on. June 12th.
0: I'm pretty sure uh, it's June 12th. It's a Sunday. It's a sun... Okay, let me just make sure that's the right. So there is an organization called, also known as... I don't know if you've heard of them also known as you'll have to look it up
1: yeah but I I
0: just discovered them in my adoption journey and stuff and okay let me see just check the date they have this, they call it AKA's Annual Adoptee Picnic at Prospect Park, which is, I think, near you, right?
1: Well, yeah. Well, so I don't live in Brooklyn anymore, but that's where I grew up. I grew up in Park Slope, right, by Prospect so Park. So you
0: know exactly, yeah. I exactly oh, that's right. Place. You don't
1: live there. Well, I'll, I'll meet, I'll meet, I'll meet, we'll meet somewhere around there, and then I'll, I'll take you to the park, because the park's a very big park. Oh,
0: yeah. I've run, I've run around it, oh. like just the loop, which yeah. is pretty hard, and the Brooklyn half we're going to do, too. Okay, it's June 11th. Saturday, June 11th at one o'clock at noon noon yeah,
1: yeah at noon. and then what? what is it called it's called aka's
0: yep aka's annual adoptee picnic and it's like a big thing where they have this will be my first time going too but it's like a bunch of adoptees and it's not only it's not only asian but there's like international like a bunch of international adoptees like are from everywhere we all go to prospect park you have a picnic and you will meet you'll meet other adoptees and other like friends and people
1: Essentially. Oh my gosh! Thanks for checking out. Yeah,
0: you gotta follow. Also known as, they're a yeah. huge organization. Follow them on Instagram too. Okay. But they also have like a gala event, I think, in the winter. Usually, oh. I'm still like newer to organization. Yeah. Can't about all this. Yeah.
1: I'll no, and I, am kind of, I'm, yeah. I was like, thanks, Tara. I was like, same thing, kind of me. I think I mentioned you that day when I met you a couple weeks ago. Same kind mm-hmm. like the whole. I, I heard of the event through my cousin. They both also attended, so I'm still kind of new, new of like testing the waters of these events and like starting to follow new pages that I I didn't oh. follow, and yeah, so was, I didn't really know about the event until maybe like a week before. My cousin was like, "Oh, can you come to this on?" Sa- I was in oh, Mexico, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so, so
0: yeah, I I kind of I think I tested the waters a lot during the pandemic when things were still so quiet, and then I just kind of I'm like you, I think I just like I can be outgoing and I'll like go that's stuff amazing. that I don't know. This organization though, I really do feel is like Feel is a good, like a really nice one because it's uh it's it's got all perspectives. So like speaking with I've spec- I've spoken with adoptees from Korea now of course, but also adoptees like from Colombia and Honduras and Philippines and Indonesia, like everywhere. And it's just really amazing to see that like all of us really do have similar experiences despite
1: And you have to i i checked off the box going so i'm guessing that's the RSCP. yeah yeah and
0: then yeah they show up so we'll we'll keep in touch because i i i feel mm-hmm. like i have this especially starting the podcast but i do think outside the podcast i do like to connect adoptees to each other for sure yeah so it's like this no, is I mean, one way though so it's like hey
1: no that'd be amazing i would love to connect as it's such a thing i love like the nice people like laugh sometimes and like what are you like five like you want to make new friends i'm like i always yeah. believe you make like the girl was telling me that she just graduated from the one that F, recent fit alum the other adoptee from korea she's like when you graduate take this quote from me like everyone's taught me this things are gonna change not like drastically bad you're not gonna lose all your friends but they, people have told me my sister after she graduated things switch up after college because some people move back home some people you lose kind of contact within the first couple months of graduating like thing people move on like I want you to say out there you're not getting friends with everyone forever I'm a big believer where if I want to be friends with you I make that effort to connect with my friends like I make that effort to connect with somebody and maybe not every day maybe not every month but I'm not going to leave you in the wind for Tara five months hey Tara how are you a year later like you know what I mean because to me I believe it's like why are we got the year after if you haven't talked to them in a year we, we yeah. know so much but I do th- can't think with the like in two weeks some friends maybe kind of poof at that point and that's feeling you, really, you can't control that but i just i think naturally people fade
0: my perspective too especially people who grew up in new york city it's very like fleeting like i'm learning this now but it's like some people you meet it's like oh you think it's a nice genuine connection and it's like oh never mind and it's like yeah. no, i'm just kidding so yeah i think it is a little bit more of a test of what you need and like what you value and what you need in friendships too and it's not not everybody's gonna be like a long connection but
1: some people really surprise you. It's like, oh wow, I didn't expect that. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's like, it's true because that's like sometimes I wonder, like, when I always like look at things, I'm always like, some people are like can surprise you, like, and and whatnot, and then some people kind of show you some something that you didn't think they were full of. Like, people always tell me, like, when they first meet me, they're always like, "Annie, you're so outgoing, you're so sweet, you're very mature for your age," like, and things that I love to hear but I've never got anything negative, but then sometimes when I meet other people, talk to the people, I'm like, and you're 25, you don't act like it, or I'm like, you're 19, you clearly act like it, or like, X, Y, Z, like, you, you. sometimes people act like the way they are, and then don't, and then to with my friends, like, over the years, I've grown apart from some of my hometown friends in Brooklyn, and mm-hmm. we just split our ways, like, not, really, not in the fight or whatever, but at the end of yes, the day, act just... you believe. If someone's meant to be in your life, they're meant to be in your life, and you'll connect mm-hmm. with them. But also, as you all know, you know, working full-time, you you know the endless amount of time and energy to on your phone every day texting all your friends like right now hi probably talk talks my best friends every couple of days that are around the world That's every mm-hmm. couple of days you don't have time to be talking to someone every day every day because you have a life you have a full time job
0: yeah it's a lot oh yeah no I definitely I definitely did the approach of like leaving home so that was a nice job. I remember because you're not from yeah you're not from New York she's like
1: yeah I'm the opposite I'm from New York and I've never left
0: well. I feel like being here, there's, like, a lot more.
1: There's so much you want to do, Tara. so there's much more, more to do. Everything.
0: So many more people, different types of people. And I love – I tell
1: people in New York, you can't get you can't get any diversity as much as, you, as it has it out in New York.
0: And yeah, that was a big reason I moved, too. I mean, part of, like, okay, I want to be around all the people, especially Asian people. I so,
1: I remember, you're a runner. So, what's the next – I my goal one day is to run a half marathon. I want to pick your head at that. You just have to be on the call. I know you're recording, but – it keep be a on the time, or can get caught. I mean, I might but keep it. <laughs> it. that's fine. But I was like, I do one day. My goal one day is to run a half marathon. Ooh, that's the oh. goal. But I need training, and that's gonna be able it. to crush
0: it. You'll be able to crush it, I'm sure.
1: I I used to, I, I ran a couple of 5Ks in high school, but those are 5Ks. It's like,
0: oh well, that's what's ten miles more. It's not a big deal. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and I I think I tell people doing the half one someday for like. I get older. It's not to do it for the time Like, Because I know you say you've been running for the while, so, like, you probably want that good time score for me. Mm-hmm. It's more of kind of just to work, to push myself, work myself for this goal of mine and yeah. achieve the goal. I don't care if I finish in a longer time than other people that are younger or older. I just want to be able to be like, hey, guys, I ran a half marathon at the age of 22, 23.
0: Oh, yeah. No, Let's I mean, I, I started running probably around the age of 21 or 22. Like, I didn't do anything before that. And then I started running, I've been, what, five, six years now, but I didn't actually do a race, like an official race until probably like two years ago, honestly. Oh, wait, three years ago, because 2022. Yeah, 2019 uh, was the first race I did, which was like a marathon. I kind of went from like only having run five miles to being like, okay, I'm going to run this official marathon in New York City. Woo-hoo. And yeah, and
1: did, did did you train or anything?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, I'm also more on the line of like, I'm doing this to like push myself yeah. challenge myself because time for me is like not too important yet. I think it will be as I get more into it, but no, it was just more like, I want to push myself and just so that I can do it. So I train yeah. for a long time.
1: <laughs> I just hate running on the treadmill. I hate treadmill. I like running outside. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Treadmill's not a great. I get it.
1: I do no. so time myself and I'll time myself. Like the other day, the other day I went for like a three mile run. I timed myself on my phone, and then I started my watch, and I figured I was like, "How long? How long can I run for? And then how many miles can I go for?" But when you do that in New York City, you have to do it like on a straight shot down, like a highway, so you can't do it on the street oh, yeah. because the sidewalks it's stop and go, stop and go, it's taking time, yeah. it, whatever.
0: And then I mean, you could do the loops like the Central Park or Prospect Park loops, but those are both pretty hilly, so. Those are-
1: they're, they're,
0: they're challenging they're
1: challenging <laughs> no they're right yeah
0: Ooh, i would love i mean i could definitely talk offline about running more with. well yeah guy. we'll have to i
1: was like oh, when i'm back we'll have to definitely do coffee regardless of mm-hmm. all this um but no i would love mm-hmm. to just hear more about kind of like your journey on that and everything because i'm Serious. Oh, yeah. it it takes a lot of training you have to like really prepare yourself and i think my biggest fear i think in running a half is that what if i fall break my knee what if i like scrape up what if i like if you train,
0: you'll be. Your body should be
1: strong. Yeah.
0: You should be good.
1: No, should I'm be a good. healthy. I'm a healthy girl. I've always played sports in my life, so. I, I love you.
0: You're 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 on a level. Yeah, I I got faster, just recently. It's like I got faster, and I was supposed to run the half that goes through Times Square, uh, and then I got COVID and then all my training phew, never mind actually yeah. no not all of it but then I since I got COVID I couldn't actually train or run so I didn't run that half so it was like two weeks after mm-hmm. I recovered but I'm still feeling pretty it wouldn't, good yeah and trained. you probably
1: wouldn't have you wanted you, you, you probably wouldn't have wanted to put your body at, at risk oh yeah obviously. no I would have probably
0: ruined I probably would have injured myself so the next mm-hmm. half is the Brooklyn one that's May 21st so it's like soon
1: it's on What? where's where's the where's the
0: start date the so, it's May 21st and it starts at Prospect Park and it goes all the way to Coney Island um, yeah I don't know exactly exactly what the route is but it's something
1: like depending it, on the Park I have graduation photos that weekend and we're not sure if we're doing them with a photographer on the on that Saturday well oh yeah, on, the that on that Saturday Sunday well as a photographer as in my friends and I like it's not we have a nice camera but if I don't do them on that that Saturday morning I'd love to come support you cheer you on Heck yeah. we can really grab some other adoptees too from like yeah well, yeah some people are so sweet though but i'd love to show you on if you if you let me have if you let oh hey let yeah. us show you on if you let me come or if you have me, if you have me. sorry sometimes oh yeah what up my head i know when i it's get so excited like, well,
0: uh, sometimes speaking is different. that meetup though i have to say because i feel like that's the other just tidbit i can provide is like you know just go to stuff yeah buy yourself with people's great but if you go by yourself, you have no idea what to expect. Like, it could be, if anything, because you said it earlier, it's like you can get money back, but you can't get time back. It's like, and sometimes there are those moments where it's like, yeah, that time, you're like, oh, I guess I could have, like, especially, like, a bad date. Like, oh, man, I wish I could get that time back. Oh, 100 or
1: dating the wrong person. Me I
0: know. And then, but I feel like most of the time you get the result of, like, I'm glad I went to that event. Because, like, after that event, too, somebody somebody who was there also messaged me. It's like, hey, I remember you mentioned you, you do pet sitting, because my, I mean, I guess my full time is I work a bunch of freelance gigs, but somebody was like, hey, I mentioned, you mentioned you do pet sitting, like, do you have references, like, I'm going to be going out of town, Memorial Day weekend, I was like, what? Another adoptee?
1: like, what?
0: No, it's. Mind blown. I was like, I'm so glad I went to this event. Because, no, it's true. You never know the, re- you never know the outcome, so it's like, I got, I'm just getting all the, I'm watching all these dogs and cats. And- yeah, you never, you never know, you're living life living I'm living life because things change and you know that's a good segue into my last question and you kind of like hinted at some stuff but I'm curious do you have anything you'd like to hear from other adoptees or others who adoption is part of their life
1: I'd love to connect with other adoptees I think I made that pretty clear Um, to hear from other adoptees Maybe their journey. I think that's very fascinating. I, said, I know yeah. some people aren't very opening out there. Some people, just in general, aren't very open up about their adoption. But to connect to people, like, if I had control, I know this probably goes against, like, like I guess you're like, contract. That's like a joke. But I don't know. The people that you've interviewed, the people that you've connected that I, I don't know yet. I don't know if they'd be comfortable if, like, people reach out saying, oh, I have an adoptee that wants to connect. Would you be willing to do? Because I know that's a lot work on your end, but I would appreciate it. But I would love to connect with more adoptees of all ages.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. So I, a lot of people I – well, a lot of people – everybody I speak with, I always ask them to share their, like, Instagram because I do think – I mean, I, I can name drop here, but, like, Shaoling is somebody who I connected with two years ago and she was actually kind of nervous to be on the podcast. And then I, like, finally was, like, oh, she finally did it. And then I think after that she reached out. I was, like, oh, a lot of people actually, like, reached out to me to hear about, like, my travel and, like, what I do.
1: Yeah. She's,
0: I would say Shaolin's, like, a nomad, moves everywhere, like, lives in, lives out of tents and stuff. I was, like, I have no idea how you do um, this.
1: That's so funny. And then
0: her story she shared, too. But, yeah, so, actually, yeah, if you want to drop your – instagram like spell it out and your name everything
1: yeah Yeah, i was like well yeah it's um guys it's a -A -A n-n-a-v-e-l-l-e-x-m-a-i-r animal expert
0: okay perfect and then i'll put that in the notes and i'll share your episode i do i am under the impression that people do reach out to each other from, okay. the, from being recording i'm i mean i'd like to think that's the case <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's the case that's the goal here
0: that's the goal it's a little i mean it's a little bit of a goal but yeah it's i i'd like to think that i'm connecting people through this podcast you're
1: doing, great things. You're doing what you love tara and you're also just making new friends on the way and you're also making relationships for yeah. us and it's amazing it is and i'm gonna keep doing this thing
0: because i love
1: it and yeah I don't, I don't think babies. any more questions for me. You know, I so said I can go on hours. I know. The I about know boys, about school, me. about life situations, <sighs> about food. Boys, they
0: come and go. They come food. and go. Always good. Yeah. Especially New York City has
1: so much good food. Pizza. I have the number one, three recommendations out there, guys, for you New Yorkers. If you're in New York right now, Tompkins Bagels, best bagels in the world. Prince Street Pizza in Soho, and then you have Olio e Pew best Italian restaurant. Let me know if you go to them and try them.
0: I was going to say, you might have to text me those again. I will.
1: Yeah, I'll have to tell, I'll Best three spot. Bagels, Italian food, and pizza.
0: Ooh, okay. There you go. Because I, I don't have any great recommendations of stuff in York city. I can tell you great places to run.
1: Ah, I that yeah, it. see, that'll be our next talk.
0: But thank you for coming on. This is so much fun. <laughs> thank you so much, Sarah, for having me.
1: Hopefully I'll be back. Oh, I hope everyone Bye. out there had a good Mother's
0: Day weekend. Yes, that's right. I think this will come out after Mother's Day. So I hope good. you had a great Mother's Day. Yes. If you have again. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to ABC. You can reach me at adoptivebabiesfromchina at gmail.com or pod on Instagram and Facebook. If you have a story you'd like to share or know anybody who'd like to share their story, encourage them to reach out. Yay!
1: Woo! Bye. Bye, Tara.